Hi, I'm Keisha Bisram. And I'm Hanji Chow. And you're listening to the Every Shade Podcast. Season two. Hey, how are you? Oh, you look super cozy. My my blanket, my Costco blanket. <laughs> you're sort of like matching everything right now. Am I? <laughs> yeah, you're like totally blending in with the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost like I'm not sure whether you just have like a purple filter on your on your video. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. It's, it's funny because that's like my color. I don't know. Like, well, right, right. <laughs> but you're sort of just like blended in. <laughs> Even your skin tone is like purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your skin tone is a little purple. <laughs> I've realized that when I posted the podcast on Spotify, like your audio sounds great, but my audio sounds really like low. So I don't even know how that happens. Oh. Let's see. Um, suppress background uh, uh, input level. I don't know. You know what? Screw it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, I think before I was using my headphones and maybe that was a problem. So I'm assuming that it should be good now. How are you? No, I'm okay. You know, I'm like, yeah, surviving. Um, nothing, no, nothing, Nothing new. Oh, actually, no. Wait, I did just buy tickets to see a uh, 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 to see theater that's coming that's starting up here in um in May. So oh theater God. starting up here in May. It's like a very uh, and and it just so happens that it, it, it's a play written by a friend um from New York actually, and she's she's out here um uh about to go in rehearsals. Um, she's in quarantine at the moment. Anyway, her name her, her name is Amy Berryman. She's like wonderful. Um, the play is called Walden and it's starting this is like a plug I don't know why I'm plugging this for her but but she's great um, <laughs> and uh, the play is called Walden and um, it's starting in uh, on the West End in like a month with like Gemma uh, with um, with uh, Gemma Arderton mm-hmm. as the lead yes yeah, so I just literally just bought tickets for for, for, for theatre next month so I'm excited to like kind of be back in theatre um oh, that's so exciting. yeah oh but other goodness. than that that's literally like the highlight of my month <laughs> <laughs> oh you froze what just happened mm-hmm. hold on Wait, can mm-hmm. you oh you froze that's weird hmm let me actually let me actually call you am back. i still frozen it's like in and out let me actually call you back on my laptop see if that's okay wait are you not using a laptop i'm not i want to try something oh. different because cool. Yes. Wait, 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 what, what, what should we do? Should you like close it and go back in the room again? Um, let me, let me, oh, um, hmm. yeah, yeah, do it. I'm going to close it. You're going to, oh, you close it. Actually, maybe you shouldn't close it. Well, because I'm the host. How does this work? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me close it. You can stay on and then let me see if I can try it with my laptop. Okay. And if I don't get back in the room, then I'll, I'll just let you know. I'll, I'll WhatsApp you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hey, okay. you changed locations. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're seeing me from like from below. Better, I guess, because nothing is nothing is freezing. Yeah. Um, 
anyways, yes, that's so exciting that you're getting back to see a live theater show. Um, because I I totally miss I totally miss being in that space. Although it's interesting because I feel like, well, is it is it limited seating? Yeah, it is. Um, and like and like it was really you know so in pre-pandemic times it was always really easy to buy like single tickets because you know you can just sit anywhere sure yeah right it's easy to like to like find a find it's easier to find a single ticket than it is to like find two seats or like three seats but this time around it was really hard to get a single ticket yeah like they were like, all, like the, the way they had um the way they had um arranged like the seating and everything is like uh favors more like couples and like threes or whatever but like like the single seats are like quote-unquote restricted views um and i was like this is such bs um so anyway so i'm i've i i, I got a ticket it was like and they're also like really expensive here because like i mean not like originally it was expensive or because it's covid times it's more expensive I don't know. You like, <laughs> I know, but oh yeah, and, and also I don't know whether I'm saying that because I'm used to to like getting cheap tickets in New York, mm. or like just free tickets. Um, but <laughs> like, tickets are like more expensive here. <laughs> also, also I think because of the um the the exchange rate, but um, mm. but uh. They're like, yeah, they're like expensive here. Um, which, you know, is one thing, but then, you know, I, I, you kind of also have to, um, to, 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 to support the industry at this time. So I'm okay with it. But it was just something I was like, oh, yeah, this is more expensive than what I would normally pay. Um, but anyway, yes, it's all, all in the name of support yeah yeah the reason why i asked that though is because i think now that we're quote unquote slowly getting back to normal i think there are things that are popping mm. up that like i don't know about you but for me i'm thinking like oh was it this is the adjustment is very interesting so like last week i went on a date mm. for the first time in a long time Ooh. Um, i know Ooh. <laughs> And I was excited because, you know, it's my first date and the guy was really nice and really cute. And then we went to Koreatown and we had dinner. But like for a second, I kind I think because the date was going so well, we were just having drinks and food and we lost track of time. So for a moment there, I forgot that the restaurants close early in New York. And oh. we went to order like a third round of drinks and the woman told us. And they were like, no. Yeah, she wasn't kicking us out because um, apparently you can stay in the restaurant, but there's when there's last call, that's it. You can't get anything else. So she said last call has passed. Like we're closed, we're closed now, and we were like, oh, and we were out of drinks, we're out of food. So at that point, we were like, well, I guess we should go somewhere else. Like, and it was probably around, I can't remember what yeah. time it was. It was like in the nine o'clock hour, like sometime around nine thirty, which is uh -huh. early. For, which like, is early for New York. Yeah. <laughs> New York and also early for like a night out you know so it felt really weird I felt like oh this is this is weird like where should we go but then mm. when we left and we had to think about where we went where we're going like 
for me, and for, I know for you too, like as a New Yorker, it's like, you already know places, right? Like, you know where to go. Mm. But me and this guy, we were walking around and I was like, where do we go? Like, I have no, our bars, yeah. no idea. <laughs> um, right. So we, where did you go? What did you do? We ended up finding a spot. We ended up finding a bar called John Doe's, which I'd never even heard of, but we went, which was nice. We went inside and we had a round of drinks and the waiter told us that we needed to buy like a, an appetizer or something like that was the um the requirement we were like uh-huh. yeah, sure, whatever um and then at that point we wanted to get like another round of drinks but the guy said to us like oh like we're closing now and it right. was around i don't know i think it was it was definitely past 10 o'clock at this point like like maybe close to 11 o'clock mm-hmm. like, this is weird <laughs> i feel like yeah. I, and I, I totally support it. I guess I know I know why they're doing it. Like I'm not complaining, but it did feel really weird. I'm like, this is sure really weird. <laughs> sure, yeah. I, I guess yeah, just, that, yeah, that must feel so weird. Oh. I guess but we then just, the date went well, kept kept going well otherwise. Well, after that, we ended up just going home because we were just lost. <laughs> we were like, forget it. <laughs> we'll just we'll just continue this another time and we we decided to have a second date but to do it during the day oh good yeah do it during the day when we're not bothered by mm. places closing by closing times yeah that yeah i can imagine that's really weird for that must feel really weird for new york when you can just like you know pre pre-covid era you could just stay out till whenever yeah um, it was a weird feeling because like New York yeah. never sleeps, right? So like, but to see things, places closing down. Or You're like, I, I, I guess we have to go to sleep now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I guess I gotta go home now. Like, mm. I felt kind of like, like a child almost. Like, oh, it's time mm. to go home. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> you like, it's not even midnight yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting adjustment, and it's it's just yeah. something that like, I don't know, like, you, you, you know, just from hearing the news or from hearing other people, but I think experiencing it, it was, it felt like my, I felt assaulted, <laughs> you know, so. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently, uh, apparently, I think, I don't know when, but sometime soon, um, I think the restaurants are going to open until midnight, so. Or like places oh, are open until midnight. I don't know like uh, if it's all of New York or whatnot, but um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's interesting. These like reopenings are kind of like interesting because it's not really the same. But I know they're they're kind of right. No, there. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so 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 we also just um, came out of a lockdown. Well, like the lockdown restrictions started lifting this start this week um and um it's weird as well because like literally the first day when lockdown restrictions lifted like shops were able to open and stuff everyone was out oh like and the weather was nice too and i was like oh god (laughs) this is just gonna be history repeating itself right and uh yeah it was it's quite yeah people just start going on people just start going um all out again and um and like the shops were like packed like people were waiting outside the shops like before opening hour it was like they were like there were like long lines outside the outside stores 
It's crazy. I it's really, it's really crazy. But then, on, on on one hand, I get it. We've been we've been fucking we've been fucking locked indoors for like three months. Um, but on the other hand, it's like, and this is why we were locked in for three months. Yeah, it's like do do not realize because you have no self control. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I you know it's interesting. I find people are very interesting because I. I get it. Like after a whole year plus some months of having to stay mm. indoors or being, you know, being restricted, I, I do feel the bit of like a bit of like a fatigue from being indoors all the time. Like I, I do want to go out. I do want to see friends. I do want to see people. But at the same time, I'm also okay with not doing those things as often. Like I'm keeping my meter right. very, very minimal still. Even though I have the vaccine, like, I don't care. I'm still following precautions. But it is very interesting to me how some people are just going all out and not not caring about any sort of restriction. Like, the lack of discipline, man. <laughs> Number one. Number two, it's like... Yeah, no, exactly. It's like, we're still in a pandemic. And number three, like, do you really have to do all of that? Like, do you really need retail therapy? I know it probably puts back money into the economy. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> that excuse, but yeah. chill. No, exactly, and uh, and and also with like the lockdown, with like the, the the mask mandates over there in the U.S., like states lifting mask mandates or like lifting lockdown restrictions over there. I mean, you know, Michigan's been in the news the past week about the the the, the surge of cases again, and I'm like. Well, what did you expect? <laughs> what happened? People are so crazy. You know, my 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 takeaway from all of this is that people need therapy. <laughs> like you need to check your mental and emotional state because I think mm. I I think people don't know how to cope with certain things. Mm-hmm. And they use mm. these sort of like outings to help them cope. And it's like, no, I think you just need therapy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I'm pretty sure you can. I don't know. I don't know. I I just don't really get it. You know, to be honest with you, um, I don't care. Or I, if I have to stay in for another year, like I'm I'm kind of okay with it. The only thing I do miss, though, I do miss traveling. I do have to say, it's yes, yes. I'm 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 in agreement with you on that. I don't know whether it's because like <laughs> I don't know whether it's because of like the mid to like at this point the mid to like high grade depression um that we're all that we're all collectively suffering through i don't know whether it's that that is making me kind of be okay with staying indoors for another year um part of me feels as that because i'm just like so unmotivated to do to do many things these days and like if i do like one or two things each day i'm like yes um but, but um but yeah um I'm I, I'm totally okay with like staying indoors as well, but yes, I do miss traveling. I miss I miss I just miss being on a plane. I miss plane food. I miss being. I mean, I I've done the plane rides in the U.S. back and forth during coronavirus. Um, hmm. Last year I did it once, uh, and then this year I did it twice, and it was okay. Like I'm not. Um, it was fine, but. You know, I do I do miss being at the airport often, or like taking a bus or driving like somewhere for mm. a bit. I mean I am I am planning to um 
travel within the US because I'm gonna start seeing friends and family that live in like other states and cities. For sure. Because um, it's like, I, I do wanna see my people and I'm not, I'm not gonna travel internationally this year, I don't think. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if I can handle being in a plane with a mask and following po protocol for like more than six hours. I think that'd be a little too much. Maybe I could, I don't know. And also I feel like once things uh, lift even more, I don't know if traveling is just gonna spike. So it's like, I have no ideas, but for now it's like, you know, I'm just gonna travel within the US because I need to see something different. No, for sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people are, are like wanting, wanting that as well, because when, when lockdown restrictions here were announced um, that they were being lifted by a certain date, like everyone started booking stuff to like book, start booking international travel and international travel hadn't yet been like officially cleared. Yeah. Um, so everyone was booking stuff and I was like, okay, like, yeah. Calm it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calm it down first. Um, take a but, road trip, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, God. it's kind. Of, it's kind of wild, but you know, like hopefully, people get vaccinated, and um, and things can get back to quote unquote normal sooner rather than later. Oh, that is better. You know. Just people need to do their part, but yeah. Mm, mm. So, did you watch the film? Mm. Yes. So, we should talk about the film. Yes, I'm excited. Um, I did watch the film. Uh, so, the film we watched this week was I Lost My Body, um, which is a French animated film in, from 2019 by Jeremy Clapin. Um, yeah, what it was. Um, I found it really hard to watch. In the beginning, it was like, I was like, um, in the beginning, it was kind of hard for me to follow through and enjoy it. Not, yeah, I mean, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't hard to watch because I didn't understand it. It was yeah. just hard for me because I, I, I like, blood and gore just doesn't fit well. <laughs> and it was, it was really hard. I was like, oh God, what? I was squirming in my seat. I was like, I can't. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And it just got progressively like gorier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically. So, yes, that's why it was hard for me to watch. But why was it hard for you to watch? So, it was, it was, it was similar reasons. Um, and also, like, I. Well, yeah, I, I guess so. Like the, the the film, the film was basically about us following the uh, following the journey of a dismembered hand from the main main character. Right. Like, you know, we're we're flashing back and forth between his memories from the past, and then also, um, I guess, sort of like present. Uh, and first, yeah, it was hard for me to watch because of like the grossness of the eyeball being squashed and like they start off with the pigeon yeah. being killed. <laughs> oh my god that was actually literally where I was about to just be like I'm just gonna not watch this and, and just tell Keisha I'm, I got to that point I couldn't watch it anymore um but I carried on but that was the point where I was like nope 
<laughs> yeah, I was traumatized by that. The way that they did it, it was it was great animation. The way that they did it, but because the pigeon. Was oh so yeah, cute. it was wonderful. It was so cute, but then like that whole thing happened when he grabbed the pigeon by the neck, and it just carried. Oh my god! Him. And then and then yeah, and the pigeon is struggling and like destroys like its, its own eggs. That's and cool. oh my god! And then it gets dragged all the way to the end <laughs> of the gutter, and like just dies because. <laughs> Of I don't know I don't know what whether it hit the end of the gutter or like its neck broke it was awful. Yeah, <laughs> that whole section traumatized me. So it was once that scene ended with between the hand and the pigeon, I, I had a hard time moving forward for a couple of minutes because I was just traumatized by that whole thing. Yeah, I was like I can't. I, I, yeah, I got to the point where I was like I can't. <laughs> yeah. but then um I think I think what what ended. <laughs> What kind of the part that started to draw, draw me in was when he was de- delivering the pizza for Miss Martinez. Because I thought, I was like, okay, mm. like, that's when it started to get over yes. the thing, you know? Because before it was like you're seeing this hand like going through this journey and it's kind of gross and it's dirty and it's, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I, I, I it was hard for me to follow through with that, but then I think once he made a connection, you got, you got to know his character a bit more. Um, who he was like kind of creepy, but <laughs> um, at that point, that's kind of when I started to really follow through, and I got really, really yeah. Excited. It was a little more. It was a little more wholesome um, yes. after that. The 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 pizza delivery scene, but. Um, but then also it like what also drew me in a bit more was his was his um his uh his history with his parents and and then being fostered and and his foster brother and his foster dad and and like like his his sort of um the difficulties he had um growing up and yeah yeah that sort of drew me in a bit it was interesting because it was um, I thought, I couldn't tell where the story was going. Like, I thought, I thought they were following kind of a love story, but then I think eventually it's like you're realizing, like, no, it's really about trauma because during the whole time, like, mm-hmm. he, he was still living in the past or he was still living in that moment as a child with his parents and like that that those were the only times that was it was the good times right like he was living in a good place um mm, his parents mm. were really educated and wealthy and um artistic and they were always like together as a unit as a family like at, mm. like at the whole film like that was like the only um like slice of life parts until they pass away obviously but mm. I think it was interesting to follow the journey of the hand too, because it was almost like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it was almost like he, like his character was just living in the past and trying to move forward, but just couldn't. And I think Mm. him being with Miss Martinez or following her was kind of maybe in his mindset to move forward with life, but like that wasn't really it. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the development of, like, socially was really off because, because that moment that he, uh, his parents passed away and he went to foster care and all of that, it's, like, his development mm. kind of stopped. Yeah. Socially, I guess, you know, but 
um yeah because he yeah because because you know when he was young he 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 wanted to be an astronaut and 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 um and a pianist um so yeah all these dreams and i just sort of like didn't happen uh, and it just didn't stay with him as he grew up but um but oh here's the other bit that actually made me almost just want to stop watching was I, you could probably guess this bit but uh um, it's, it's, it's when he's like rolling down into the subway in that tin of ravioli and yeah. and and the rats i was like nope i was like yeah, I, I and and they it, it kept teasing because he was sticking his hand out and the rats were licking his finger because it was covered in like ravioli sauce or whatever and um and like you knew what was going to happen <laughs> And I was like, I, I, I had to like go get some water at that point. I was like, I'm just gonna, just gonna let this unfold, and, and I'm not gonna be in the room for it. Also, I think because like, yes. when I watched that part, I was wondering like because you and I have lived the city life, knowing exactly like what those rats are and what they were gonna do. It's like for I know oh, exactly God. what's gonna happen. I was holding, I was like, oh, what? and then finally when it bit his finger, I'm like. Like, what do you think is yeah, and, yeah. I, I literally went to get water, and that happened, and I was just, I was just listening to it. I was like, "Oh God, this is, oh. sounds awful. This sounds awful." Oh my God. Yeah, oh, but yes. Like, yeah, because at that moment, I'm like, "How's he gonna escape this?" Because I can't, I can't watch this any further. If it gets even more gory, I, I can't. It was really grim. And then it was just, really. Hard. Yeah. That, so stuff like that would made it really hard to watch. <laughs> But it was it was beautiful, and the music I love oh, the music. Can we talk about the music for a second? The music was gorgeous. Love. Yeah, My and like daughter. the variations of it throughout the whole movie, and like in the flashbacks and like in the present. I was like, oh my god, this is so good. I have to say, my favorite part of this film was the music. I I loved it. Mm. Her dog. <laughs> yeah, this is my man. <laughs> I got distracted. I love dogs. Um, but yeah, I got distracted too. I was like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> um, the music was so beautiful and so sad. It was so yeah. cool, beautiful. It really was. I it really to... was sad, and I mean, I guess I want to ask you this: like, what do you think was the whole purpose of the hand trying to reconnect with him? Well. The thing with the hand, right? So, what I also noticed—I don't have I, short short answer to your questions. I don't know. I don't think I know what the answer is, mm-hmm. um, or I don't really know what the purpose of the hand is. But throughout, especially the first half, doing all the flashbacks and everything, there was a huge focus on the hands. Mm-hmm. Like when he was catching the fly or when he was playing the piano or just like the hand seemed to be like in actually the hand was in in shot pretty much all the time Mm -hmm. um so i think there is some symbolism there i guess but i don't know exactly what that is yeah i kind of I kind of thought this, but I wasn't even sure if this was just me trying to find an answer. I thought, because I felt that since uh, the main character, because he was stuck 
in time and he was stuck in the moment of his childhood and stuck in the moment of uh, the car crash because he was listening to the audio of the car crash over and over again. My mm. thought was, mm. like, I think the hand also felt the trauma. Because as, as like, I mean, as a human body, it's like, even if we, when we suffer trauma, um, sure, like your mindset and your emotions can be taken care of, but sometimes your body, like parts of your body has like, it has muscle memory, right? So it's hard for your body to move forward and to move on because it's separate. Um, hmm. So I wondered like if the hand was just, I guess, seeking to reconnect so it can move past the trauma. Because in the end, he did move past it when he did that jump. Um, so I thought that was going to be the connection. But then, um, but then it ended up leading the woman instead to, to hear yes. him moving on. So that, that was kind of, I, I, I got a little lost there because I was like, ooh. Same, actually. I got a little lost there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. Like, I, I loved the last 10 minutes of the film. I thought it was really yes. beautiful. But I, I didn't understand, I just didn't understand the connection to the woman. Like, he wanted her to know, I guess, but... Mm. Mm. I don't understand. Oh, there was one bit I had to like skip also because gory. Um, <laughs> and I, I felt bad just even doing it. But <laughs> it was the bit where he actually gets his hands cut off. I knew oh, it was yeah. going to happen. But, so he's yeah. in the workshop and he's like hungover and he's like, and the, 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 the camera's on like the, um, the, the saw. Um, and I was like, oh, he's hungover. He's handing a bit of wood. The camera's on this fucking saw. That's what's going to happen. Skip. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I don't need to see that. I know that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. sure enough, in the little like play by play, like square at the bottom when you're like fast forwarding, yeah. it showed it. I was like, yep, yeah, nope, I know, I know what's going to happen. I'm just going to save myself. I'm just going to save myself the trauma and the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, j just for, for your information, they actually. The way they showed it, I, I won't like get really into it, but the way they showed it was it, it showed it starting to catch and then a cut. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean like they, they, they cut the scene basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that, that's almost like. Yeah. I, 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 I'm part of me is like, oh, thank God they didn't show like the, the full gory yeah. detail of it cutting. But at the same time, it's also like, yeah. oh. Like, uh, you know, yeah, it, it leaves a lot to the imagination. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't show the whole thing either. It was, I think it was smart the way that it was cut, the scene. Mm. Um, but I'm glad that they didn't show the whole thing either, because no one needs to see that. Mm. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but yes, no, the last 10 minutes were gorgeous. Um, I did get a little lost towards the end. And yeah, like you, I didn't really get... I, didn't really fully understand it um but yeah there's this you know um about moving on and the, yeah when you see the, the 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 full connection to the girl i couldn't tell um, also when at the very end when he's like jumping from the roof to the crane i was like no one would make that jump yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping that it wasn't like a suicidal ending i'm like please 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 let it not be this because. Oh, like, I know, right? I was like, I was like, oh my god, that's what's gonna. Be. <laughs> I, I was hoping not for for not like a depressing ending because that would have mm. ruined my my day. 
Um, I couldn't tell if he if he was in love with the woman or if he was just seeking some sort of human connection. Because he I think was, it was more of a human connection. Right. Yeah. I think it was more of a human connection. I don't think I don't think I mean, sure, there could have been the the there could have been a um a romantic um it could have alluded to a romance, mm-hmm. but I don't think that would have been necessary to 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 tell the story, I guess. I mean for I I think it's deeper and more profound if it was just purely a human connection. Because I mean, after all, it's the the that started when she when they were both just talking over the intercom. Yeah. Right? And the you know when I'm talking to like a delivery driver like on over the intercom, there's like no there's no romantic connection there. There's no reason for that to be one. So yeah. I think I think because it started over the intercom, I think I, I, I'm more inclined to believe it was more of just like a human to human connection. Yeah. And I, I almost feel like that's probably what she wanted to. Yeah. Because, or at least she appreciated that as well, because the moment that he told her who he really was, hmm. And she got really pissed off because she was just like, oh, like, you're just trying to get with me. And I understood that Mm. because they were connecting on a different level. And he kind of ruined it. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And I felt like, I I appreciated where it was going and where the relationship was going. But at the same time, I found it really creepy because it's like, dude, you're following this girl. And then you're getting this job. Yeah, because he ended up, he, you know, the, the, the first time he goes looking for her, he actually goes to a workplace. And yeah. it was, yeah, it was a little, it was a little, mm, and I think like, I'm sure you could have reached out a different way. <laughs> yeah, and also I think writing the note on the pizza box, even though I, in his mind it seemed really cute and romantic, but when he did that, I'm like, that is so creepy because he's going to hand that to yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, it, it would actually be less creepy it would actually be less creepy if he went back to the apartment building. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, because yeah. he's already been there. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Rather than like finding out where she works and like going to her workplace, I'd rather like just go back to where we had that first conversation and yeah. then, you know, that seems that would be the less creepy option. It'd be a little weird, but it will still be less creepy. <laughs> yeah, and as he was saying, as he was explaining it to her, you can tell that he re- was realizing, as he's saying it out loud, that there was something wrong with everything that he did. Because mm. he was like, "Oh, I was following you after that, <laughs> and then I did this, and I did that, and like I, I got this job, and like, oh, like is your, your uncle is just old? Like he just." start spewing out all this information, but also realizing that all of it was wrong as he's saying it out loud versus like what goes on in your head, he probably didn't see it as wrong. Mm. And then, mm. and then I got kind of annoyed that like he took it out violently by like beating the igloo and beating that guy. Cause in my mind, I was like, oh my God, he's being a typical dude right now. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> but at the same time, I think being someone that's socially awkward and or antisocial, and doesn't interact with humans, I guess that's the only way he would express it. Mm. 
It's kind of weird, but also interesting. <laughs> the animation was beautiful, though. I I I I, I did yeah. like the animation. It was it was very well done. Um, yeah. But I can't remember what they um, what what it was. Uh, it was nominated for best animated feature. Mm. Um, the same year as Toy Story Four. It actually lost to Toy Story Four. Oh, wow. Oh, this was even last year. Okay. I thought it was twenty nineteen. Right. No, it was nominated for the awards last for the oh, last Oscars year. last year. Oh, okay. For last year's Oscars. Gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah, lost out to to Toy Story four, oh. but no, it's um, it's a it's a, yeah, the the animation was was wonderful, and I think the music really like like made it. Um, yeah, I didn't really. As awful as it sounds, I didn't really care for the story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I but think everything else was great. I, I, I don't want to say I didn't care for the story. I, I thought it was interesting to see the the parallels to his life. I would say mm. the last maybe like twenty to thirty minutes of the film is when I I was really hooked. But the very beginning mm. portion of it, um, I don't know. I, I I just wasn't sure like where it was going, and I I think there were just some traumatic pieces like the pigeon. <laughs> just, yeah, you know, yeah. It was like it was really graphic. <laughs> like I couldn't figure out also, like, why that was so graphic, and I don't know. If I, it was, yeah. Like was it setting it up for us? Is it like I don't know? Like what was the point of making that so graphic? Because it was mm. long. Like that whole like the pigeon scene. And I would say the rat scene too. It's like it was kind of lengthy for what it was. It just kept going, and I'm like, can it stop? Like, I don't know what. Like, why is it doing this? And especially with the pigeon mm. scene when it was killing its own eggs by accident. I I didn't understand like what was the purpose of showing all of that. Yeah, it was really gross. I was like, oh my god, why did I just see this? Yeah, and and honestly, like I, I was thinking that something it was gonna like lead up to the ending to something. More, I don't, I don't want to say more gory, but like maybe something that was more traumatic. Even though his parents died, that is traumatic. But like, I guess yeah. Even though yeah, it also killed. They also killed the ram, and that was also sad. But I mean, I think I just felt like that pigeon scene was probably the worst death scene. Oh, whole film. It was, it was really grim. Even when, even when the car hit the ram, it was a ram, right? That's what it was. Or um, I think so. Yeah, it was quick. You know, like it was very quick, and the parents dying, like that was all very quick. But just those moments, I I didn't understand why why it was so mm. long. Mm. Also, did you watch it in French or in English? In French. Okay, yeah, because because part I'm like kind of curious as to I, I'm I'm. This is the the language nerd in me, but I'm like curious to watch it in English to see how they translated it. Oh yeah. They always mistranslate everything, though, if they do it. Yes, or they could also, like, make the translation better. Like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. I, never, um, I actually don't watch English dubs. I can't, I can't do it. Like, when it's, like, English audio. Because, like, because mm. growing up, I watched a lot of films. But you wouldn't know otherwise, though. I mean, it's not as if, like, the English audio is dubbed directly over the French audio. No, but it's more of, like, um, okay, so, like, I, so I grew up watching a lot of international films, right? Mm. And I've only ever watched subtitles. Mm. And 
I remember like as I got as I got older like I started watching like um you know like Jackie Chan films and stuff like that and sometimes they would dub it in English and it would be so distracting because I think either sometimes like the actor's voice is not it's like too American or um I don't know like something about it just doesn't match up with the emotions of like what's ha- I don't know something about it is just so off-putting so I just never yeah I just never watch um, uh, English audio if it's an international film. And if it is English audio, I won't watch the film. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't do it. It's distracting. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. And I, I just, unless it's a film that I have to watch, then fine, maybe I'll watch it. Like, I've watched one anime, oh, anime, uh, animation um, called Jack and the Cuckoo Clock Heart. Um, oh. It was a good film. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, but it's a French film. And like, they didn't have, when I saw it, it uh, it didn't have the French audio, so I had to watch the English audio. And mm, it, it was mm. a little distracting because I'm like, I know this is French based, and like their their lips are moving differently. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. No, for sure. And but um, also with um with um the Little Prince, mm-hmm. right? So I read that in French, but then watched it in English. Mm-hmm. Like in French, is just so much more like romantic and more poetic. Yeah. Um, and like the meaning gets conveyed in a more profound way. I think. In yeah, but I heard the um, the way it was written, it was hard to translate that book into yeah. other languages. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a little yeah. Yeah, even I, reading, I, I was like, how would you even translate it? Yeah, I read it in English, um, and that's how like, I, I've known the Little Prince, but I. I later on learned that that book the way that the author wrote it it's the way it's written is very specific so to translate it in different languages it's even if it's like italian or or spanish it's still hard to translate that um that book so i can only imagine it probably just skewed mm. i'm probably not reading it correctly either <laughs> the, the, the 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 author of um little prince antoine um his last name is now. Um, just have a quick, quick Google. I know it. I just probably can't pronounce it properly. <laughs> oh, Antoine, uh, Antoine de Saint Exupéry. He um, he also wrote a bunch of other sort of like philosophical books, and which I've tried to read. And emphasis on tried because it's so frigging hard to read because it's just so like rich and and. And um, it's just so rich and so flowery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, he like his book. He 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 he's he's it 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 is hard to translate to English, basically. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I, I, I'm always curious to see to 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 like watch foreign films or like animation is fine, but um, I'm curious to see how 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 they how they translate that into yeah. into into English or or or, or you know maybe maybe the, the story is a little bit clearer. Um, well, they probably made they probably watered it down and simplified it a little bit better in English. Who knows? Um, yeah. Because what I've also noticed sometimes as well is when they, 
if it's French audio, but they've translated it into the English subtitle at the bottom, sometimes the subtitle is a little off as well. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, wait. Um, and obviously the subtitles doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that's what they recorded as the English audio. Um, yeah, I've, I've watched so all of yeah. them growing up and like, I've, I've noticed that too, because I don't, I don't know Hindi um, fluently, but I know some words in Hindi. And sometimes mm. when I watch a film, they'll say something and they won't put the word or they won't put the translation in the English subtitle. And it's like, I know they didn't say that, <laughs> mm. you know? So mm. I, I think that, I think that happens across the board though with like any, any film. Cause even I watched um, Okja uh, a couple of years ago with a friend of mine. She's oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's That's supposed to be really good, isn't it? It's very good. I can never watch that film ever again. It's, it's why is it really bad it's so traumatic in like so many ways i don't know oh. how to explain it yeah you should definitely watch it um no thanks <laughs> actually, yeah, you shouldn't watch it after you sold it like that nope <laughs> not, yeah, after talking about the pigeon scene from i lost my body i don't think you could watch that film because i watched that film um with two friends of mine and i didn't know what the movie was about um it's a it's from i think it's directed by bong Joon, uh bong Joon ho um yes and so you know i'm a big fan of him so i'm like yeah let's watch this film i don't know anything about it but i love this director we should watch it and i watched it and i regretted it <laughs> mm, it's, mm. it's a well done film but um he really pushes the audience to a very uncomfortable place of uh not choosing sides but realizing that even I know films have like a protagonist and antagonist or like different sides of the story and you're always like rooting for the good guy or whatever in that film he doesn't really do that he kind of challenges like all views and you realize that um no one is right when it comes to mm. certain things I almost don't want to ruin it for you because I feel like you no you're fine you're totally fine <laughs> because I'm probably not going to watch it <laughs> <laughs> Um, basically, really, I cannot deal with like gore and like and blood and gore. I can't. It's it's hard for me to like. I I always end up, I always find myself like hiding behind a pillow, yeah. even if it's like mild. Like Parasite last week. Um, yeah, even that. Even when, even just like little stabbings, yeah. I was like grossed out. Um, and they weren't even that bad. Yeah. Right. They they weren't as bad, bad as they as as. It was still terrible because you know she's being stabbed in the heart but um but um <laughs> but yeah blood and gore i just can't um i try not to watch those so you're totally okay giving the spoilers of all the blood and gore movies okay <laughs> Basically, Okja kind of, um, i think i think it starts off challenging um uh the way animals are mass produced for the public for people and how um you know they're they're violated basically like animals are just violated and that's something that happens in our in our life now but it it takes place like in the future where the world is overpopulated so there's this animal that's mass produced and um you know caged and uh, uh abused and so on and so forth but the person that's mass producing this animal they think that they're doing a good thing because they have to feed the world on a mm. On a, you know, on a budget. <laughs> Maybe budget's not the word, but you know, like it's it's expensive to feed people. You know, billions of people. Um, mm. 
and the animal, one of the animals that gets captured, um, it originally had a friend in Korea and they, they, they have this friendship and this little girl, like she wants to, um, you know, get her friend back. But in her mind, she's in her point of view, it's not really about animal rights. It's just about getting her friend back. But then she encounters all these other characters, like some people who are animal activists and they want to, you know, save all animals or prevent animals from being abused. And then then there's these characters who are abusing the animals, but they think they're doing the right thing because, you know, they're feeding the world. Or there's these other abusers that, you know, they... um, they know that they have to treat animals a certain way to get to an end result. It's like, there's all these different point of views and even the friend, uh, the, the girl, the main character of the story, who's uh, um, the friend of the animal is questioned, like, why do you want to say this animal? Like you eat animals too, you know? So like, there's all these like different point of views and at the end of it, you just don't know it challenges you to realize that like no side of the story is the right side or everyone thinks that they're doing a good Mm. deed but they're either are or they're not (laughs) um anyways so that film i watched with a friend of mine who uh who is korean she speaks korean and um the movie is both is it's in english and korean and um Sometimes, like, a character would speak in Korean, they would translate it, and she would just be like, that's not what they said. That's not what they said. <laughs> <laughs> but there is one moment in the film, and honestly, I have to go back to it and see. It's just that there's this one moment where, oh, my God, I forgot. The character says a line, and they, they translate it into something else, and I think it's supposed to be an erotic moment for the film itself. I can't remember what he says, because he does say... Oh my god, I can't remember what they said. It was something it had it had to make fun of it, it made fun of like um of English and Korean translation and he said something and the the audio the subtitle was something completely different and my friend like she had to rewind it and she was like that is not what he said, but I think they did that on purpose just to confuse like the audience mm. or something. I don't know, there's something funny that happened in the film. Um but yeah, I mean it happens for all films, like where I yeah. Guess, I guess like the length yeah. is kind of like lost in between, um, mm-hmm. but I do like to I do like to listen to the audio because I think I think in my opinion I mean some people may disagree but like in my opinion if you're listening if you're watching a film it, it's I feel like even though they don't talk about France in the film you do get you, there is a connection to culture there when it comes to language. Yes. Even if they're not talking about it, or even if there's nothing to do with it, but no matter what film you produce in any country, there's always like, the, the culture of of the characters are always it's always tied together, you know. And like you you get a sense mm-hmm. of you do get a sense of of France and like you know the metropolitan area and stuff. You do get a sense of it, even or you're in that world. I feel like if you were to listen, in my opinion, again, someone else could disagree with me, but like if I were to listen to it in English, it's like I think I would lose that sense. Of being in the world of these people that live mm. in France. Does that make sense? Mm. No, no, it totally does. Yeah, yeah. It totally does. So yeah. It totally does. I want to miss out experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
And I went off like a whole tangent there with Okja and animals and languages. (laughs) 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 That's why I lost my body. (laughs) All ties in. (laughs) Another, you know, another creepy moment of the film that did freak me out was, was when he, even though he was doing a good deed, but when he was on top of the baby, when the hand was on the baby in the crib, and that moment, I was like, Oof, mm-hmm. weird. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> like, get off it's really cool. Also, also by that point, like, he has been through so much already at that point. Like, that hand is, like, gross. <laughs> yes. Well, he did go right? to the car before then, so he was kind of clean, right? Not only was it, like, cut off. Yeah. Like it's been pecked at by pigeons, it's had, it's had, it's had, you know, his whole hand around the pigeon's neck. It's been in the trash can. It's probably got like whatever diseases those rats have in the subway. Like after being like assaulted yeah. by them. Uh, what else happened? Oh yeah, it had been in the dog's mouth. Ravioli um, had ravioli on it. It had ravioli on it. <laughs> like that hand is gross, and like I'm surprised it didn't get. I'm surprised it didn't get gangrenous. Yeah, because that hand was disgusting. Yeah, after a while, I was like, "This is gross to look at." I just, I you know, wish the dog and the blind pianist. That was beautiful. I know that moment. That moment when I, I want to get to that point too, because that moment was really beautiful when he was trying to escape. But then he rested on the piano itself and felt the music and also saw himself playing, mm. which was a really sad moment because I feel like, you know, he had all these dreams as a kid. He had good dreams, you know, like he wanted to be mm. that, he wanted to be a pianist and like he was learning all these things and his parents were really educated and like helping him and encouraging him. So it's like he had all these good, good dreams and it just stopped. And in that moment, like he saw himself as his older self playing piano, and it's like he didn't really get to do that any of those things because of the trauma that he was still reliving. Mm. Mm. So it was like a sad, beautiful moment until the man grabbed mm. him and thought he was, thought it was a rat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Because I'm, yeah, because I love the music. I want to see what other other music this guy did. Um, the composer, the composer I was confused at to begin with because the, the composer's name is Dan Levy um, and of no relation to, to Shit's Creek, the Shit's Creek's Dan Levy. <laughs> um, I found out after Googling. Um, but yeah, the composer, Dan Levy, um, it was like, it was beautiful music. Apparently he's part of a band. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. He's part of a band. He's part of a, a Finnish-French indie pop band um, founded in Paris in 20, uh, 2005. Um, but yeah, no, the music was gorgeous. Yeah, the music was really, it was very dreamlike. Yeah. Which I really liked. It was very dreamlike. It was very slow and sad. But then, like, 
I liked the fact that in the film it it just it it kept progressing the same mm-hmm. same soundtrack it just kept progressing and progressing and progressing mm-hmm. um, which was really interesting too because I didn't know, like I said, I thought, I was a little scared that it was going to end up as a suicidal film. I'm like, how is this? Thank God it didn't. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah, and she'd look over the edge of the the, the rooftop and just see his his splattered body. I thought that that was what was going to happen. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to end it like this. Why? (laughs) Yeah, she's going to cut to black. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, (laughs) Seems too many films. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad that like it ended up progressing along with the character doing something different than what was written in his destiny because they did talk mm. about that moment that everything was written until you do something, um, yeah. you improvise something, and I'm, I love I love how it just tied in together because it was it ended up pretty hopeful. Mm. Mm. Thankfully. Thankfully, yeah. Because it ended up being, I felt like in the end, because I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't like his character. It was hard for, for me to like him because he was kind of creepy. Even though he was socially off um, for a reason. Yeah. But I also didn't really, I don't know, I didn't really connect with him that way. And then in the end, I think when you saw that shift, like he changed. In the end, he was like a completely different person, in in my opinion. Um, it was almost like he kind of moved past all of that, so which I liked, and I felt like the music kind of matched it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, the music was really beautiful. So, yeah, what shall we watch next week? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Usually, I have an idea, but this morning I was thinking about it and I was like searching. I don't know either. Yeah. Let's steer away from like the gory grim ones. <laughs> well, I didn't know this was going to be gory. Well, maybe. <laughs> oh, me neither. <laughs> um, um, let's see. I, I don't know either. Let's see. Um, uh, is, that, is that a TBD? Maybe, maybe we can watch a comedy next. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be down for that. Let me research something and um, I'll make sure it's not sad and gory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something lighthearted. I'm, you know, I'm all about the lighthearted comedy nowadays. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let me look something up and then I'll I'll get back to you because I I do. Yes, so TBD for now, what we're going to watch next week. Thank you for listening to episode two on the Evershade podcast, season two. Stay tuned for episode three next week.